0: Hi, welcome to the complete guide to Cohol. We've got a special episode for you folks today. I'm Zach. I'm here with my co-host Ryan. Yes. And we've got Jason here today.
1: Hello. Uh, Hi, Jason. Jason
0: is a musician uh, who has written, uh, among other things, a very good article that kind of deconstructs the soundtrack to *Link's Awakening*. Uh, and we want I want I wanted to get him on here because Ryan also wrote an article about deconstructing the music in *Link's Awakening*. And I wanted to put them in a room to talk to each other and let me listen to it for my enjoyment.
2: Um, yes, I wrote kind of a worse version of the same <laughs> article, noticing the same thing. <laughs> is, it, is it really? Uh, yeah, I, when I found your version, I, I guess we should start at the beginning. Um, why don't you describe your article?
1: Yeah, Jason? so it's, it's actually, it's not actually about the entire soundtrack, but Link's Awakening is actually like one of my favorite game soundtracks ever. Um, but it's, it's an article deconstructing specifically the dungeon themes from the game. So the eight dungeon themes in Link's Awakening, um, I just thought they were really interesting when I played through them because like they're all, uh, I think it's pretty typical and for a lot of Zelda games to use like the same music, um, and Link's Awakening was the first, uh, game to have different tracks for each dungeon. Um, and they're all really cool and they're all sort of like variations on a theme and so the essay is like an uh, explanation or exploration of how that cave theme from Link's Awakening gets transformed into eight different forms for each of the dungeons. And it goes into some of the different features of the music as well as tying it into sort of the larger uh, plot of the game. Uh, yeah.
2: And the the basic thrust of it is that the motif of the cave theme and the uh motif that plays when the compass says that there's a key in this room uh is used in different ways throughout the dungeon and what 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 did you name the motif because i call it the compass motif
1: oh right because that's right that's what plays when you enter like a room with a compass and you have like there's a small key in there right yeah, um, yeah. i called it it's funny i'm gonna pull up my article because i don't what i <laughs> called it um well, okay, so I actually, I didn't necessarily, I called it the cave motif because the first time you hear it is in the cave theme. Um, sure. But I actually separated that theme into sort of two different musical features and then one sort of like macro feature. The uh, the first feature, which is that rising motif, which is the thing that plays when uh, you have the compass and there's a key. That I just called it the blue motif because I like highlighted it in blue. And then the little like, ringing sound that comes right after that is like a specific interval, uh, interval called a tritone. Um, so I've highlighted that as sort of like the red motif. And then it's basically that the entire cave theme is basically the interaction of those two motifs moving back and forth, um, getting closer and closer in time until like there's sort of the, the track repeats. And so that macro sort of con- uh, condensing of time, is something i'm calling the jaws motif kind of like the uh theme from jaws how it sort of like builds up and get if you feel like you're getting closer to the uh um to like the
2: the moment i guess rising tension
1: i explain this a lot better in my article that's like there's a reason i uh (laughs) there's a reason i write and and i don't do like youtube videos but i digress
0: we will definitely link to the article when we post this um we are actually doing a tile today, I forgot to mention. This is tile F4? Oh, yeah. Is that right?
2: Yes. Um we t- talked we wanted to get Jason on the podcast and we asked him what tiles he might want to talk about and you brought up F4 specifically, I think in reference to changes to the soundtrack in the Switch version. Yeah, of- we got to dig into that yeah. a little bit because there's some good Yeah, stuff to talk for about.
1: sure. I was so like I said since this is like one of my favorite soundtracks, I was really excited to play the you know the the remake, um, and I finished it like a month, about a month ago. And in general, I really, really liked everything they did. I felt like everything felt very stylistically consistent. That being said, there's a few specific tracks that I felt like um, were sort of detrimentally uh, changed in the remake. One of which is the music that plays when the moblins steal Bow Wow, which is why I picked.
2: Uh, ah. the
1: of that we're talking about today, yeah
2: we should say what f four is Oh, f four
1: yeah right
0: <laughs> so f four is in the tall tall heights um it's a cave entrance uh there's kind of some water accumulated above the cave entrance there's one of those owl statues there um that says the windfish in name only for it is neither, which is very cool and very yes. ominous uh and one you find this very owl early in the games. Um, but then you go inside this cave and there's nothing, originally. Uh, but later in the game when you have to rescue Bow Wow, you have to come here and fight a whole bunch of Moblins, including a big, like, two-tile-by-two-tile Moblin boss guy, uh...
2: Excuse me, when do you get here before... To get here you you need the Rock's Feather. Right, but you can go get the Rock's Feather
0: leave the dungeon and then come up here and if you do that the dungeon the, the cave is empty
2: what kind of person would do that somebody
0: playing a randomizer and that's how i found oh, this out like, last, last week okay. <laughs> all
2: right that's interesting uh,
0: anyways um so the talk about uh so the, it does play like unique bow wow rescue music in mm-hmm. and in the original version it's pretty nothing right
1: um i mean it's it's like a very short loop yeah and but it's very good at uh evoking the emotion it is meant to evoke yeah. which is like panic yeah yeah right? yeah it's a very short loop and it's just like a chromatically increasing uh sort of short melody and in the original right on the Game Boy soundtrack like they're pretty limited in terms of what like instruments they can use so um I think the original, you know, is just like a saw, saw or square wave sound, um, which has like a pretty sharp sort of edge to it. Mm. Um, and so it really, like, it really drives home like the, this, like panic, like red alert kind of feeling. Whereas in the remake, they really softened the instruments and it just doesn't have like the same feeling at all. And I feel like it just isn't as good. It's
0: all like horns, right? If I'm remembering right, like they kind of play like a... Bunch of sad horde sounds instead.
1: Yeah, I can actually. Well, I'm not gonna play. I'm gonna like listen to it on my headphones. You should
0: listen to so it on I your headphones, have, and the, the listeners will. Listen I'll listen to it. to it on my headphones too, and the yes, listeners. Yeah, because I'm, what I'm it
1: curious what. Yeah, I think it was just a bunch
0: Hello, of horns. Um, while you guys are looking at a YouTube, uh, yeah. what else can I describe on this tile? Oh, the the cave inside, just for prosperity. It's go. three rooms. There's the first room with a moblin that's armed, the second room with a whole bunch of just regular moblins, and then the last, or then the third room where you fight the moblin boss, he will throw arrows or spears at you until he gets bored and then charges at you. He bounces off the wall, flattens new an accordion, and then you can strike him. Uh, you do that a couple times, and then he's kaput. You go to the next room, that's where Bow Wow is, and then you take Bow Wow on a big adventure, uh, which. I think we talked we have about we've discussed. We, so we in talked about on the, We did the bowers adventure Miao, Miao Miao
2: episode. Right. Awesome, but I like the the moblin. The moblin lair is like a uh, mini dungeon or a dungeonette. Is super fun. Uh, yeah, a nice little uh, soupçon, or that's not the right word. A uh, nice little uh, taste of dungeon without having to go into big detail, and the boss is cool. There aren't enough uh, bosses outside of the normal. Structure uh-huh. the d- dungeon structure, yeah. and whenever they show up, they're very welcome.
0: Yeah, this game employs yeah. those little like mini bosses
1: very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was just listening to the um, the remake version. Um, actually, the way it starts out is quite good with like the really urgent like strings, um, and then but then after that like like i think you you hit it right when you said the horns it's just i think it's just one horn it's like a really goofy sounding yeah it is <laughs> like really goofy, goofy sounding, sounding it's like a
0: like bit and like sad sounding
1: yeah i mean I, so i i can understand why they picked it cuz like the whole aesthetic of the remake is like it's like a, it's a dream so it's like a, everything looks like a toy and they have the tilt shift camera effect where like the edges of the screen are like blurred out yeah. so it looks like a toy set right uh-huh. Um so like the music that I I get why they picked it and for a lot of the other tracks it works but it for this one it just felt kind of like silly it Maybe decreases it silly,
2: the tension rather than adding to it
0: I kind of put that song in the same realm as the the boss fight song which I didn't care for as much in the remake
2: Yes
1: I I'm less bothered by this track because it's so minor, and, you know, the Moblin's Sook Bow Wow, maybe it's meant to be kind of, like, funny, but, like, the mini-boss and the boss tracks, like, them, those tracks not having that sort of hard edge from, like, the Game Boy sound yeah. really, really took a hit. Yeah,
0: I didn't care for it so much, and you hear it a decent amount, so it just, it becomes kind of obvious. It's like, eh, that was an approach, but... Mm-hmm. um, And it's that we... interesting oh,
2: that they don't recreate that hard edge because they made the choice to stick with the 8-bit instruments or imitations of the 8-bit instruments in a lot of different parts of the remake soundtrack
0: yeah how do you feel Mm -hmm. about that because i've got opinions on parts that it's good and parts that i disagree with it
1: it's funny um i liked i liked it generally yeah i I think um well it's funny because i can't think of any like example where it was like a like a hybrid between the 8 bit and like more orchestral instrumentation off the top of my head. But I, oh, actually, yeah, I, yeah, I think it was good. I actually really like that type of music. I really like the, um, like chiptune plus, yeah. like, orchestral thing.
2: The, uh, thing, the versions I'm thinking of are, uh, Tall Tall Mountain Range, which mm. brings in the, uh,
0: Does it? I don't remember. Kind of
2: rhythm track in the middle of it.
0: Well, I think of. Know what uh, I'm talking about? I I don't remember that one, but I think where one of the places it's implemented best is that New Anglers Tunnel theme,
2: which that's the one. Oh man, that's a good. Let's all talk about that. Let's talk about how good
0: that song is.
1: Yeah, that one. (laughs) I loved it. I mean, in my article, in the in the essay that I wrote, like the there's, like, a section for each track, right? And the section for Angler's Tunnel is, like, comically short because all I wrote was, yeah, so they sped up the cave theme to, like, 120% and increased it by an octave, and that's literally all they did. Right. Like, <laughs> I think I I literally just said, I guess they got lazy with this one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan Ryan yeah. had a similar complaint on our English Tunnel episode. Uh, And apparently The composers also felt Of the remake had the same idea Because they like Layered in the original theme With this other theme (laughs) They just composed The whole new thing on top of it And used the original as a backing track It's really weird but
1: in a cool way Yes I agree
2: I'm not sure Whether it even matches up In terms of the rhythm Or like No it doesn't it, it doesn't
1: yeah it's it's quite unusual because yeah like because the the original like the, the track sort of it doesn't speed up but the interval of time between each of like the musical uh moments gets smaller and smaller right that's like kind of like what i'm calling the jaws effect yeah, yeah. so like the fact that they had to overlay that over sort of like a more standard um structure for a song means that the rhythm the way the rhythm matches up is like really awkward and it's it's quite strange, but I liked it a lot. Yeah,
0: it's jarring in a way that's very good. Yeah. Um. Uh,
1: let's. See. I had one other thought on that track, which is English um, Tunnel. Obviously, like fish-themed. The 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 new part that they added for that track sounds kind of similar to Camille Saint-Saens' uh, Aquarium from his orchestral suite Carnival of the Animals. Um, So it's like a 1800s like romantic composer. Um, And so this is like a a French composer. He has this orchestral suite called Carnival of the Animals and it's like every piece is like a different animal and there's like different like, you know, moods and and things that each track is supposed to evoke. Though I think the most famous track from that suite is uh, The Swan, which is like a really famous like solo cello piece. But um the other track from it that i really like is called aquarium it's supposed to evoke like you know aquarium with fish and the melody from that and the general feel matches really closely with um with the angler's tunnel track so i Hmm. like that too it felt like a little shout out
0: i think yeah go ahead (laughs) <laughs> no, that's right. all I have to say. Yeah,
1: we should link it. I feel like people people will get a kick out of that. It's Like listening to the um, the classical piece versus the.
0: Uh, my notes also have a couple other spots where they brought the Game Boy tracks in. Uh oh, they just used the original thunder drum sound, right? So oh. so like you get to the all the rest of the instruments. Like they have like, like like instrument versions, like new versions of the like the little melody it plays when you acquire it. And then you get to the very end of the thunder drum. I don't know if they gave up, but it's just—it's just. It's just it Doesn't ir-
1: sound like a real drum. It
0: sounds no. They could have put. A, I mean, surely they had a drum to use, but instead they used the original <laughs> Game Boy sound for it. And I'm like, huh. that's a weird choice, but okay. Huh. Uh, and also but the I don't know cre- if I that. and then also the credits roll. Uh, sure. It's I th- I think it starts with the original Game Boy version and then jumps into it at various parts of the credits roll oh okay those were the big ones i noticed and then there's other ones where in dungeons it'll kind of they'll pepper in a little bit as like an instrument like maybe the main line of the game boy version and then use the rest of the you know um Mm -hmm. what other standout tracks do you remember
1: yeah um so I really like the new, um, track that plays when you talk to the owl, because they added, like, a new, like, a trombone line to it that yeah. wasn't there before. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, and I haven't had the time to, like, check if I was just, like, um, imagining this or if it was real, but every time you talk to the owl, there's, like, that trombone line, and then the last time you talk to the owl, it, the trombone line is there, but it's slightly different, and it, like, changes the harmony slightly, um... I really want to check if that's oh a, if that's that's cool. I just, uh,
0: I, that seems like something they would that, do.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like yeah, it feels like something they would do. There's a I dev
0: interview out with it. one of the composers that I have not read yet. I got linked. I think Brian, you linked me to it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, so I'm curious to uh, see yeah. what they say. Uh, well, it's, it's always interesting. I was
2: going to bring that up a little earlier because like the uh, composer talks about the mood that they were trying to do and talks about like how in the earlier versions they were doing things a lot goofier and they have a download for like the kazoo version of the main theme
1: (laughs) whoa what i want to link me i want to see this too that sounds really cool i'll find it real quick
2: Like They seem to have maybe at the earliest stage really leaned into the silly toy angle and then backed Mm -hmm. off from that and it sounds like to get back to F4 um, they left that in in some places more so than others.
1: Mm -hmm. That makes sense.
2: But yeah uh,
0: I think the sound design in the new game Does it take some risks, and some of those risks pay off a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say on the whole, like ninety percent of the soundtrack, I really liked. Like, um, going back to like the dungeon themes, right? Like, I thought all of them captured exactly like the mood that they were meant to. Um, like a lot of the different features I was thinking of, like for example, for Tail Cave Level One i think when i wrote about it initially i pointed out that like it's very similar to the original cave thing they just added like a lower bass to make it sound sort of more serious and more foreboding and they definitely like doubled down on that with the reinstrumentation. so like none of none of the um you know interesting features i felt like of of each of the dungeons was lost which i really appreciated like like with eagle's tower that track is it, it's 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 got a really unusual structure because like there's this really really long intro section um before like the main melody comes in and like it's very unusual from like a musical structure perspective i feel like but they they kept it in and they they kept all the similar effects that they had in the original so i really liked that about all of the tracks
2: Hey, it's me, Ryan, the editor of the podcast. It was very fun and edifying to have Jason join us, and as we went on discussing the soundtrack, we got to talk about the music in various locations that The Complete Guide to Coholent hasn't covered yet, like specifically the three and the last three dungeons. So I'm going to squirrel away those parts of our conversation, and when we get to those locations, we'll get to hear some more from Jason. In the meantime, you can find Jason on Twitter at JasonMU, as in the surname U spelled Y-U, and his website, where he has his analysis of the Link's Awakening dungeon music, some analyses of uh, Breath of the Wild music, some analyses of non-Zelda game music, and his album of Eevee Evolution music, um, is JasonU.me, as in the word me. To Jason, we'd like to say... Thank you for joining us and contributing your expertise to the podcast. And to everyone else, we'd like to say that tomorrow we'll be covering tile I-8, as in I ate too much Halloween candy.